Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Happy Monday, fearless mujer. Have you ever experienced so much pain that you feel like a failure? That maybe you feel like you're being mocked or you even feel like a chump. You're like, how did this happen? I'm a chump. Like, I didn't even see this coming. Hey, life throws curveballs at us. And on today's episode, I want to encourage you to look at your painful season through a new lens. And I also want to challenge you to kind of think about this question. Is it possible that God may be doing something new in your life? So Amiga, we're going to dive into today's episode and I pray that this episode blesses you and encourages you. Grab your cafecito and let's dive in. Welcome to the Fearless Mujer Podcast. I'm Micaela, the voice behind the mic and the creator of this podcast. I'm the author of the book, Dear Fearless Mujer, You Were Created for More, where I share my raw journey of healing, finding my voice, and true identity. Amiga, I'm truly on a mission to empower Latinas everywhere to know that their setbacks, pain, trials, and heartache cannot stop them from stepping into their God-given purpose. On this podcast, I'll empower you to let go of your limiting beliefs so you can step into your confidence and never have to dim your light again. Girl, this is your space to shine. No matter what season of life you find yourself in, here you'll be equipped with tools that will help you heal, accomplish your goals, and dream big so you can impact those around you. And if you've been looking for your tribe, well, you just found it. Girl, just like you, I'm a busy mujer. I'm balancing life, marriage, motherhood, and business. One cup of cafecito at a time. But I also know that being in community is so powerful. The Fearless Mujer is not just a podcast. It's a sisterhood. And together we'll dive into this journey of life, motherhood, business, and whatever else you got going on. So you ready? Grab your cafecito and let's do this. Girl, welcome to this Monday motivation episode. It's Micaela here. Thank you for joining me for another cup of virtual cafecito. I hope that you had an amazing weekend. I actually went down to the stockyards down here in Fort Worth this weekend. Um, they had a celebration, I guess. Um, it was Mexico en la Sangre. They were really celebrating like Mexican culture and the charros and It was really cool. Let me just say, I grew up in Little Village in Chicago, La Villita. And if you are from there, you know where that place is at. You know, it's like super Mexican. Um, I haven't been down there in a couple of years, but that is where I come from. That's where I grew up. And I just remember we would go to the Cinco de Mayo parade, Mexican Independence Day parade. It was just so beautiful to grow up in that culture. And it's something that I still love. So if you happen to make it down there, let me know. Send me a DM on Instagram. But it was really cool seeing the charros and 
Um, they even had like a Spanish horse. And I don't know, it was just awesome. So it was something that I really loved just watching that. Um, it was pretty cool, too, because they actually prayed in English and Spanish. So I loved how they had both languages uh, representing. So hope you had a great weekend. Hey, today I'm hoping to make this episode kind of short, but you know that I talk a lot. <laughs> that is why I'm a podcaster. Uh, today I want to talk about something a little bit different. And the reason for that is because this is Monday Motivation, but I really want you to grasp and understand how important you are and how worthy you are. And I know that a lot of times we are going through things that we don't want to talk about. We are going through things that sometimes are so painful. And in our pain, we want to either distract ourselves from what's going on, uh, maybe even get revenge, right? Or really just try to act like everything's good, fake it till you make it. And it's really hard when you're going through things and you see, you know, social media or different things where you're like, man, these people aren't going through anything. Like how come their life is perfect and mine is not? So what I'm getting at is that it is so easy to compare ourselves in a season when we're going through pain and then we see other people are okay. But the thing is, that not everyone is willing to be real to talk about what they're going through, right? And so then we tend to feel like, well, well, I'm alone. I'm the only one going through this. But the fact of the matter is that, no, you are not the only one going through whatever you're going through, right? We are all battling things behind the scenes. And we've just learned how to like, don't talk about that. I don't know if you grew up this way, but I did. Um no le estás diciendo a la gente lo que pasa en esta casa, right? Don't tell anyone what's going on in this house. Like, that was really the mindset that I grew up with, that you're not supposed to tell anyone what's happening in your house. And I personally don't like that. Like, that actually is one of my, oh, that irks me, that makes my stomach turn, because I'm like, when you teach people or children, right, when you teach your children and you condition the people in your life, like we don't talk about that, right? Uh, don't talk about that. What happens in this house stays in this house, right? When you do that, you actually condition those around you to be quiet about things that they should actually talk about, whether it's sexual abuse or something that they're going through in marriage, right? But here's the thing. So all of that Especially like if you come from the hood, right? If you come from the barrio, you learn that you have to be double tough, right? Real quick as a kid, you learn that, that, oh my God, my environment is telling me that I have to be tough and I can't cry. And then I'm hearing this at home. It is really, really hard. And so here's the beauty. When we stop embracing that mindset that, oh, I'm hard and I'm not going to talk about this, right? When we, I mean, like, come on, guys, we're not gangsters, right? I know sometimes when we're mad, we feel like we can go gangster, but that's the truth, right? God doesn't want us to be hard like that. God wants us to have a tender heart. And having a tender heart doesn't necessarily mean that you're weak. Having a tender heart means that God can actually work in you. Kind of like when you're making tamales, right? Or if you've ever uh, made pizza from scratch, I have not. But bread let's take bread right you what happens when you're when you're making dough for whatever reason right whether it's for tamales or bread right you have to kind of knead the dough and you have to get in there and 
really begin to roll it and pat it and knead it and really get the dough in in a way that you need it to be so that in the oven, right, it'll rise to what it needs to be. Um, It'll actually be in the shape or in the condition that you want it to be so it can do what you want it to do. Well, guess what? That's the same thing that God does with us. And unfortunately, right, we sometimes go through pain. And I'm not saying, don't get me wrong here. I'm not saying that God wants us to go through pain. No, we live in a fallen, broken world. And here's what's really hard to understand, that people have free will. As much as people want to think that God is this controlling God, right? He's actually a God who is so loving and so gracious that he will allow you to say, hey, you know, you can do what you want or you can live for me and you can walk in the blessings that I have for you. So that is the beauty that, hey, there is free will. You can do what you want and live how you want or you can live walking in the blessings of the Lord. You choose, right? But either way, we're going to go through things, whether you choose to live your way or you choose to walk in the ways of the Lord so you can have those blessings, right? So you can see the life that God really has promised for you. And either way, you're going to go through things. Personally, for me, I would rather go through things, but still know that, hey, God has my back because I'm still walking in his ways. And this is so hard to understand. I went to a Christian university. I went to Liberty University. So I was taught so much about my, like the theology and the word and all of that. And that's why a lot of times when you really have a deep conversation with me, I can, I can spit out the word of God, you know, like it'll just come out because of my education. So all that to say that you're going to go through things anyway why not go through them with God having your back? You know what I'm saying? So what I'm going to talk about today is spiritual warfare. Now, I'm going to kind of bring it to you a little bit different. Maybe you go to church, you already know about spiritual warfare, but maybe you're like, what are you talking about, Micaela? Well, we're going to get into it, okay? (laughs) Listen, let me tell you this, okay? And I'm going to bring it to you like this because I want to be real with you. I grew up in a home where people practice brujeria, people practice witchcraft, okay? I have seen people be demon-possessed. I have gone to homes where people were literally demonized. Um, It is the way that I grew up. It is part of how I grew up. And I know a lot of Latinas saw the same kind of things as well. So here's what I want to say, right? If you go to a curandera or you go to someone to read your cards, to do a limpia, and that's another thing, girl, you're talk. I am talking to you. You're talking to me. <laughs> Maybe you are talking to me, right? I can't hear you, but I'm here, girl. But I am talking to you and I want you to think of this. I am someone that as a little girl always got the limpia, right? We had this guy who was a friend of the family, who really he was a warlock, but he would come to do Olympia to all the little kids, (laughs) which is so crazy, right? And I'm laughing because I'm like, whoa, this is so crazy. Like we really didn't know what was going on, right? And no judgment here. If this is, if you do these things, girl, I'm not judging you. I'm just simply telling you my story, right? And, And I know I'm telling you where I come from. So 
I grew up that way. I grew up in these type of environment and spaces and things like that. And so here's my thing. If you go to, like, we hear this a lot too, right? Oh, te están haciendo brujería. Te tienes que ser una limpia. Like, you have to clean your home. Like, all of these things, right? So here's what I want to say. That if you can believe that a person, right, that has this this so-called gift to do a limpia, to tell you your future, to even cast out spells that may have been put on you or curses. If you can believe that this is that this exists, that this is possible, then you can also believe that there is a spiritual warfare. Because there is. And the thing is that we were created for a purpose. We were created to be a light in this world. We were created to use our gifts to shine. We were created for something beautiful. And again, this world has free will, right? So we all will do what we please or what we feel called to do, walk with God, don't walk with God, whatever the case may be. But I need you to grasp this, that what I'm talking about is a little bit serious. And you might be like, girl, you're kooky. Girl, if you think I'm kooky, that's okay. You don't have to listen to this whole episode. But if you're curious and intrigued, stick around. Because again, I don't sugarcoat anything, right? So if you can believe all of that, right? then you can believe that there is spiritual warfare. I saw the other end of spiritual warfare, which was demons and things like that. So spiritual warfare really is a fight. It's a fight against your life. It's a fight for your soul, for your gifts. It's a fight. And we don't see this fight. And I'm going to ask you a question. Do you ever feel like your life just doesn't get any better? Like it doesn't get any better. Like it's never going to get better. And a lot of times it seems that you're hitting the same wall. You're going through the same thing. And you wonder, what am I doing wrong? What am I doing so wrong that things just can't get better for me? And I'm going to tell you that sometimes it is a spiritual warfare. Sometimes it's us, right? We can be our own worst enemy. We can self-sabotage. We can have those limiting beliefs and believe all the lies and that can hold us back. But sometimes you're dealing with spiritual warfare. And if you don't know how to stand firm through the spiritual warfare, girl, you are going to fall. Like seriously. You ever go through things, painful things, you go through things where you're like, I feel like a chump. I feel like people are mocking me and laughing at me. I literally feel like a chump. I feel defeated. I feel tired. I feel emotionally drained. I can't even think I cried so much. You ever feel that way? And then you're like, I literally feel like a chump. Like everyone's just looking at me and laughing at me. Girl, I've been there. I am there in this season. And I'm being raw and honest with you. I am there in this season. And I have been feeling like a chump. I'm I'm being honest with you right now. 
But I want you to know that you're not a chump. I want you to know that you were created with a purpose that before you were ever even thought of, before you were ever even born, God knew you. In fact, he knew you so much that he saw your unformed body in that secret place in your mother's womb. Because he loves you. Hear me here. He loves you. You're not here by accident. And your mistakes and your past don't define you. And maybe what you're going through that you keep going through and you keep going through is spiritual warfare. But here's the thing. When we are in spiritual warfare, the, the thing is when we're not aware of it, we don't know how to fight. When we're aware of it, then we're like, oh, okay, this ain't even about me. This is spiritual warfare. So I'm going to drop some verses for you today. All right. Now, I'm going to try to make it short. This is not a Bible study. I'm just giving you the verses to back up what I'm saying. Uh, But Ephesians, this is in the book of Ephesians. Girl, you can Google this if you don't have a Bible. Um, If you want the verses that I'm reading, you can DM me on Instagram at the Fearless Mujer Podcast. Um, I will also put it in the show notes as well. So I want to read to you. I'm going to read to you the whole thing, and then I'm going to talk about one specific verse. So Ephesians 6, 10. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the days of evil come, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all of this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of God and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests with this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the saints. Well, that was a lot, right? But I want you, I want you to hear the whole thing because what they're talking about is wearing armor. Okay. So if you like movies, even if you like superhero movies, okay, we can use that because I, I like superhero movies. Um, So when you think, like, if you've ever watched any movies that have to do with war, I mean, there have been so many. I grew up with with my dad, so I watched a lot of, like, action stuff. But here is the thing. Like, even I know um, my husband used to watch, um, uh, what is that show? Some kind of Viking show. I don't know what. But listen. If you can just picture these people wearing armor, right? I want you to picture that. Wearing armor. How they're wearing this armor to protect themselves, right? Like why do cops wear bulletproof vests? Because they're protecting themselves in case something pops off and something happens. So this is the same thing. That there is armor in spiritual warfare. But if you don't know that and you don't know how to be prepared and ready, 
then what are you going to do? Because a lot of times when we're in a season of really painful things and difficulties and hard things, we want to curl up and cry and, and feel like, oh my God, my world is over because it can feel that way. It can feel so heavy through the pain and the hard things and the struggle. It could be so easy to like, oh my God, how do I move past this? How do I pick up the pieces of what has happened? Think about that. And you can't even think straight. And in spiritual warfare, there is opposition. The opposition for you to not be who God created you to be. The opposition for you to not get to the destination that God has for you. So I'm going to dive into Ephesians 6.12. You guys just heard my doggie. <laughs> um, Ephesians 6.12 says, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Girl, we can like dive into this so much, but for the sake of time, I want you to pay attention to what it says in the beginning. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood. I want you to think of a situation or a time, or maybe you're there right now, uh, because I know someone had messaged me over the weekend telling me that something happened um, in their relationship and they just were like, I don't even know what to do right now. So think of like betrayal, right? And it could not even, it may not even be like a, like a marriage or a relationship. It could be like a parent relationship or a sibling or someone else, a friend, right? So think of that, maybe betrayal right? What happens when you are betrayed? Girl, listen, let's be real. If, you, if you're from the hood and you're from the barrio, you know you ain't going to be acting nice when someone betrays you, right? You're going to get crazy. I'm just saying, okay? And it's okay because we're, we're going to be real. So we can also want to get revenge, right? So in, t- in moments of betrayal, it's devastating, Oh my goodness, it is so devastating. And we can easily want, especially as women and Latinas, right? We're super emotional. I said this last time, like, girl, we're emotional when we're happy. Like, we're so passionate when we're happy, when we're sad. Like, we're just passionate, period. But when we're mad and we're passionate, girl, watch out. But all that to say that we can feel this burning passion to like get revenge. Like, let's be honest, okay? But here's what you have to remember, that we can think of what we can do to get someone back. We can think of like what we can say to hurt them. We can think of all these things, right? But if you if you look at this verse, it says, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood. It's literally not against flesh and blood. Even with, even if in the natural eye, in the natural around you and your environment, it looks like, dude, you did this to me. If we turn our focus to spiritual warfare, if we turn our focus to what the rest of this verse says, it says, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. If we turn our focus from flesh and blood, which flesh, right? Somos de carne, we're flesh. If we turn our focus from flesh to spiritual forces, 
of evil, that changes everything. Then you're no, because here's this, this is what happened when you're going through a hard season. And if we're talking about betrayal right now, we can say what's wrong with me. We can, our worth is kind of like shot down, right? Our insecurities rise up. Our way of looking at ourselves as who we are is so distorted in the moment. So it is so easy to look internally and be like, what did I do wrong? What did I do? Why wasn't I good enough? I'm not worthy. I'm not this. You know, like we can just go down a whole rabbit hole. So looking at the flesh, right, we can be like blaming and like, I mean, yeah, people do what they do. I'm not making excuses for what people do, but we can easily start hating and blaming and like want to whoop, <laughs> whoop ass, right? Excuse my language. So if we turn our eyes away from flesh, right? From like, you, you did that. Something's wrong with me, right? Because either way, we're still looking at flesh, right? But if we turn our eyes away, we can be like, wait, something else is going on here. And I want to I wanna give it to you this way too. If you see a pattern in your family of like, this has happened often, maybe it's affairs, maybe it's divorce, maybe it's sexual abuse that runs in families a lot, and you start to see a pattern, right? And you're like, man, everybody's always going through this. That is a spiritual warfare because everyone's gone through it. And so... We have to come to a time when we're like, hey, are we going to fight the rest of the family fought or am I going to fight in a different way? Now, you may be listening. You're like, girl, I don't know what you're saying. You sound crazy. (laughs) That's okay. That means that this episode's not for you and it's fine. It's quite all right. But if you are hearing me and you're like, wait, this, this is making some sense, girl, stick around because... I'm hoping it makes sense to you. I'm hoping that it makes sense to you because in spiritual warfare, generational spiritual warfare, not everyone rises up. Not everyone says, I am going to fight for me. I am going to fight for my children. Because think about this, guys, especially if you're a mom. Every decision we make will affect our kids. Every single decision. And we can go so deep into what I'm talking about. But if you are hurting today, if someone has betrayed you, if you're going through a situation where you're just so hurt, you can't even breathe, this episode is for you. Because I want for you to look at your situation with a new lens. I want for you to stop looking at flesh as in, it's me, it's you, look what you did. Yes, we need to hold people accountable for what they did. But at the same time, we need to turn our focus so much off of flesh. What they did, what she said, what they're not doing. Look at how jacked up they are. Girl, listen, people lose their mind sometimes. That's that's the truth, okay? 
Because if I'm being real, I think I was 30, 31. I I felt like I went through a midlife crisis at 30, 31. That's not even midlife, but I did. It was like, I didn't care. I was just like lost in my own world, in what I wanted, in my selfishness. And I was claiming to love God. You see, people are going to go through things. People are going to mess up. But what I want you to understand is that when people mess up and because of your situation, you feel like a chump, I want you to remember that you are not, that you were created by a God who loves you and you were created for more. And girl, you are God's daughter. So I want you to pick your head up right now. If this whole week and this weekend you have been crying and blaming yourself and you've been feeling like you're not worthy because you've been going through a hard thing, girl, let me just tell you, pick up your head. Get off the floor. Pick up your head because God has so much more for you beyond what you can see. Let me tell you, sometimes it takes really painful things for God to bring the best out of who you are, out of what he knows that you have inside of you, because you are God's workmanship. You are God's masterpiece. Okay, I'm going to read you one more verse, and it says in Ephesians 2.10, for we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Now, there's other translations. I told you guys before I mentioned this on another episode that there's different Bible translations because it's kind of like when you're trying to translate Spanish, right? Or English. And you're like, what's the best way to say this, right? It's the same thing because most people don't speak Hebrew, right? So what does workmanship mean? It means the degree of skill with which a product is made or a job done the degree of skill. If you are God's workmanship, you were were made with such a degree of skill. You You were made in this beautiful image. Like, girl, you're not a bootleg version of you. You're, you're top notch. (laughs) I'm just saying, okay. So if you have been created with a purpose, I want you to know that God does have a purpose for you. He really, truly does. And if you all have my book, if you don't, you can go to Amazon, Dear Fearless Mujer. Um, You'll see Pretty Brown Girl on the cover. Go ahead and grab it. If you haven't left a review, please do that. If in my book, I wrote about um, this bush that was kind of dead. It was literally brown and dying when we had our house. And I told my husband, like, you need to take that thing out because like it is just in the way. Every time I pulled into the driveway, it was right there and it got on my nerves. And he's like, no, because it probably has flowers or something growing. So to make a long story short, we unwrapped what was a weed. It was a a weed that was wrapped around the bush and we had to pull it out at the root. And I'm not sure how how much time this took, but I do remember I began to see something growing. And before you knew it, there were beautiful red roses, like that pretty lipstick color red, so pretty that were blooming and shining and so beautiful. And I remember thinking, this was a couple of years ago, I remember thinking, wow, look at this. I was going to 
throw this thing and kill it and I was going to throw it away. But look at this. It's beautiful. Do you know that God sees beauty in you? Do you know that there's beautiful gifts inside of you? There's more beauty. There's more about you than you can see. There's more beyond your titles. There's more beyond your pain. There's more beyond your mistakes. There is more. And God knows that. He knows there's more to his masterpiece, to the work he created. He knows that. And because he knows that, he wants to do something new. He wants to pull out the very best in you. And he wants to pull out the weeds, the things that are killing your future, your destiny, your purpose. So Isaiah 43, 19, Isaiah was a prophet. Um, It says, see, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Is it possible that God is doing a new thing in your life? Is it possible that in your wilderness, in your season of feeling like you're in the wasteland, God's actually making a way for you? Is it possible that all this mess you're going through is God cleansing things? in your life that will hinder you from pursuing those dreams and goals and walking in your purpose. And why I feel so strongly about sharing this with you is because when you're in spiritual warfare, you're not thinking about your purpose. You're not thinking about what God has for you. You're like, I'm just dying right now. I'm just going through this right now and I can't see past it. And that's what spiritual warfare does. Because there is an enemy. He doesn't want you to get to your purpose. He doesn't want you to get to the other side. He doesn't want you to get past the storm. He doesn't want you to do that. He doesn't want you to know that there's a God who will grab your hand and be like, come on. And and let me let me tell you this. When you trust God, he'll even send people your way will pray for you. That's why I posted last time, get you some, let me pray for you type of amigas and sisters. Cause girl, you're going to go through some things. You're going to go through some storms. You're going to feel like you're losing your minds in your mess, in your situation. And if you don't have sisters in your corner to tell you, Hey girl, rise up. Hey girl, get up. Hey girl, come on. I'm gonna get in the dirt with you. Like my cousin had said, If you don't have those type of amigas, girl, let me say you're missing out. And number two, let me say, Those type of amigas, they're going to fight for you in prayer. They're going to fight for you because they're going to bring you a word. Just like I am right now, I'm bringing you a word. That's what I'm doing. I'm bringing you a word and I'm backing up with the word. Why? Because it is so crucial that you begin to understand that you're not alone, that you're not even crazy, that what you're going through, like, girl, you ain't crazy. And I'm going to say this too. I'm going to say this too. You don't need to go to some curandera to read your cards, to do some candle work for you, to do a limpia for you. You don't need to do that. There is one who came to cleanse. There is one who came to give you new life. There is one who came who already won the battle for you. And his name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. 
And I say this as someone who, as somebody who did not grow up in church, but as somebody who was suicidal her whole life. The only reason I never took my life was because of my son, because of my son, Fabian. He's the reason I never did. And girl, I have so many stories, stories I have not talked about, stories that I still pray. Should I speak this? When should I say this? I have so many stories. And, and look at how much spiritual warfare I was in that the same son who, because of him, I never took my life was the same son who was in my womb. I didn't know he was a son. He was in my womb and I was going to terminate the pregnancy. And I think about that. Had I terminated this pregnancy, I would have had nothing to live for because I didn't know nothing about God. Trust me, girl, I wanted nothing to do with God. I wanted nothing to do with God, nothing at all. Because I thought that these people from church think they're perfect, think they got it all together. And you're talking to someone who got hurt in church. And let me tell you, let's be honest. A lot of these people in church do think that they got it all together. They wear a mask. That is the truth. And I'm going to tell you what I told one of my amigas recently. I say, you, you got the church women, you got the Christian women, and then you got the women who are the real deal. They're filled with the spirit of God and they're the real deal. And they'll bring it to you with the real deal. You know what I'm saying? So don't be ashamed, girl, of what you're going through in this season. And if you're feeling like a chump, you've been feeling like a chump. Well, God had this episode prepared for you because guess what? Girl, I was not going to talk about this. Okay. I was going to talk about something else. Monday motivation. Girl, if you have been feeling like you're defeated, you're a chump. I'm here to tell you that you're none of that. You're not defeated. You're not a chump. You're not unworthy. I am here to remind you that God has a purpose for you. That God has prepared a way for you. And if you don't know this Jesus I'm talking about, girl, DM me. We can have a conversation. Because I'm not here to push my beliefs on you, right? I'm here to be real with you. And this is me being real with you. Because I understand. I understand. The only reason I have a walk with God is because I was tired of myself. I was tired of my life. I saw no way out. I tried everything that I could try. And I, that was my last stop, my last stop on my journey of life, being a 23 year old girl. Um, I was like, yeah, this, this is it. I was 23, 24. And in fact, today, 15 years ago today, I accepted Jesus. I literally was sitting on my couch and someone prayed with me over the phone and I accepted Jesus and my life was never the same. Have I gone through things? Absolutely. Have I gone through painful things? Yes, I have. If you read my book, you know that I have. But in every single thing that I've gone through, that I'm going through, that I will go through, I know there's one who has my back. For real, for real. He he is a ride or die because he literally died because he loved you. And not everyone's going to get today's episode. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that because I'm speaking from the heart. I'm not sugarcoating. I'm being raw and honest with you. So I want you to know that you're loved. If you haven't found a community of the type of women I'm talking about, girl, you found it. Because that's what fearless mujer is. We're not afraid to tell you we love you. We're not afraid to hear your ugliness and your mistakes and your painful season. We're not afraid to hear it. We're not afraid to grab your hand and pray over you. We're not afraid to see you crying and your mocha's coming down because you're so hurt. Girl, we ain't afraid of that. So 
I love you. You are loved. You're amazing. I pray you send this episode to someone who needs it. Because let me tell you, someone needs it. There's hurting people out there. You have an amazing Monday. God bless you. Hey, Mujer, before you go, did this episode help you in any way? I'd love to know what you thought about this episode so I know what content to keep creating for you. Do me a favor, tag me in your stories on IG at the Fearless Mujer Podcast and let me know how this episode helped you. And you know that the Fearless Mujer is not just a podcast, right? It's a sisterhood. Do me a favor, share this episode with your amigas, your primas, your tias, because something powerful happens when we lift each other up and together we're truly powerful. So tag me, tag your amigas, share the link with them. And if you found value in this podcast, leave me a review on Apple because that means so much. And by the way, want to take the conversation deeper? Come join the podcast community. Go to fearlessmujer.com, click on podcast community, and let's talk about this episode. God bless.